Guys, welcome back to another episode of When's Lunch. Um, I am the most important and the number one host. Don't forget it. My name is Spencer. My name is Matheson. I am the fan voted number one host. Okay. Uh, right. I received a People's Choice Relax. Award recently. Um, Relax, it's, uh, please. Stop. I mean, it's called a People's Choice Award. You know? We're back. So. Okay, we're back. We're at, we have another. It's it's a it's a good episode, but it's shitty that we're over the internet. But it's fine. Yes. Life's life's okay. We got we got you. We got me. Most importantly, we got me. And uh, <laughs> and we yo. But but we have um we have a super handsome guest actually. Wow. Um, we do. Let's I'll let's Matheson. Let's put our little hands together for actor, creator, influencer Alex Lund. Yes, <laughs> Alex is here. You are the first to like ever pronounce my first name or last name right on the first try. I'm so impressed. I'm an international guy. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Spencer, Spencer's had a lot of practice because I have every letter in the alphabet in my name. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you so much for having me again. Welcome back to America. I know you were in South Africa, my hometown, for a little bit. Bro, yeah, thank you, man. First of all, I was calling myself an international guy, but you I didn't know that you were literally Matson, I don't know if you knew this, but he's born in Paris, lived in South Africa, England, like everywhere. It's France, nuts. yeah, all over the place. That's so sick. Thank you. Yeah, I, I always say though, you know, like I've I've lived in four different countries. And LA is the one that like America is the one that felt the most like home. And I don't know if it's, you know, the people, I don't know if it's the opportunities here, but I always feel nice to be back home and, you know, meet people that are similar to me. And I feel like that only takes place in LA. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think it just probably has to do a lot with what you like. You're just like an entertainer from all aspects, whether it's, you know, acting or doing Instagram shit or whatever it is. And like, this is, there's no place in the world, you know what I mean, that caters to that more than Los yeah. Angeles. And it I just feels agree more. But at the same time, you, you don't want to be too closed into it. So the perfect balance is, you know, it's hard with COVID, but it's to travel for a little bit, come home, reset, start up, travel, come home, reset. And that's been my life, my entire life, really. Dude, yeah, I can't imagine. I literally can't imagine growing up in Paris and South Africa. It's got to be so sick, man. I had such cool, a great man. time there. Yeah, I've had I've had very different accents throughout my life. Um, French is my first <laughs> language. English is my second language. So no way, I, I dude. A very very strong French accent. My <laughs> my mom still does. Um, and then I lived in England in London for twelve years, um, which is until I was uh, yeah until I was fourteen years old, and then I moved to LA, and now I speak like you guys. You you remind me of the guy from you remind me of Split. Uh, what's <laughs> oh yeah the guy? That's right, a compliment because I love James McAvoy, but yeah, you know, amazing. Movie. <laughs> I might have to uh, I might have to have you indulge me, and, and you might have to say some fucked up shit in French, and I just need to hear it. That's what I do best. <laughs> okay, that is uh, that's say the some, thing. Say, yeah, say something. Say something like really, really mean and fucked up. And it's going to sound like the most romantic thing I've ever heard. But, but it can be like PG 13, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, 
you know, <laughs> how do you want to say it? T'es magnifique, même si t'es un gros boloss. Oh, shit. It sounded like, goat, please, would you join me for a chocolate-coated croissant? That's what everything <laughs> in French sounds like. <laughs> yeah. No, I said, I said, you're magnificent. Um, not the smartest, but you're a great guy. And, you know, I was trying to nice, also insult you. It's almost meaner to, to insult someone like that than to be like, you're a stupid bitch. And with shit. And like, he's compliments. <laughs> Like, yeah, the backhanded compliment is, is the worst. <laughs> facts, facts. It always is, man. Yeah, I, I, I love, I mean, I like going back to what we were talking about, about LA kind of being like the epicenter too. And, and I like this about New York City as well. Um, I feel like everybody's getting it. Like everybody's trying to, trying to grind and kind of, whether, whatever job they're doing, like everybody's like there and hungry, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's yep. for the most part in the entertainment industry, a lot of people are doing that, you know? Absolutely. And New York, like you said, specifically, I've spent quite some time there. And just the fact that you walk out, like you walk out of your apartment or your hotel or wherever you're staying and everyone is on the move. Like everyone is on their way to work. Everyone is just moving around and like just having that energy around me and just seeing, you know, shit happen in yeah. front of my eyes, like you don't want to miss out on it. So it's just as motivating for you to get out and, and do your shit. Yeah, that New York City, like, yeah, right. When you walk out of your, like, you have like a press day in New York and you walk out of your hotel yeah. and there's just like fucking a million it's people. War, bro. It's fucking war outside. It feels good. It, yeah. It's like happy war. Yeah, facts. Honestly, I'll take it. The best kind. <laughs> yeah. It's just tr- piles of trash everywhere. Yeah. And you just can't figure out why. You gotta like watch out where you step. But uh, yeah, New York's cool. But again, it's like too much. That's why LA to me is the perfect balance. Right. Like I, I like spending a summer in New York. I don't see myself living there like permanently full time. I mean, it's, it's a lot, man. It's like a yeah. really, I feel like it is a place to go for, yeah, two months and yeah. be there. And then and the Lakers won this year. So, you know, represent. And the Dodgers, baby. And Dude. the Dodgers. Fuck Dude, yeah. I didn't mention it, but yes, we did. And the Rams. Ah, maybe. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Dude, you know, it was freaking... I was watching the Patriots. They lost. Every, it's all gone. Like, like when Tom Brady left it, like Cam Newton hasn't done the same thing. Guys. I mean, he's Tom Brady, like he's just been breathing life into the Patriots for, for years. I was, I was talking to my friend the other day and he goes like, and, and this is goes for everybody. And I hate people who do this, but he goes, God, I, f- I hate Tom Brady so much. And I let him speak. And then he goes, so good. Like that's yeah. why he hates him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, like, it, it's one thing to be good at your sport, right? Like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, whatever. It's another to have it all. Like, Tom Brady's a good looking guy who has a beautiful wife, like, fucking great kids, like, is a nice guy, like, kills it at his work, like, at his sports. Like, you just you can't do more. He's a robot. Let's be yeah, honest. Yeah. I, I agree with your friend. Fuck Tom Brady. Too much competition. <laughs> you're just going through this. You're going through this checklist. You're like, you know what? Actually, fuck this guy. Yeah, you're right, man. You're he's right. Gotta, he's he's got to figure it out. He's making it harder for us. <laughs> he is, man. He's ruining it. But you know what? If I can look like that when I'm 42, let's go. I can look half of that. I'll if I half. can look half of that. If I can look yeah. like. If I can look like he looks like at 30, I'll be happy. Facts. Dude, he's just, he's just got that, he's got the jawline and it's just perfect. 
and I'm just and sad. And also, he's been getting pummeled. Like, he's, he's a quarterback, you know? He's been getting yeah. sacked. He's been getting punched for years and, like, just still does his shit. Like, I'm because impressed. Because his, his diet is, like, algae and dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And gel. Yeah. That's that's why I'm not Tom Brady, man. I love my in and out. I love my Postmates. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your, like, like, fuck you meal if you're, if you're, you're just feeling it like what, like your favorite junk food meal here in LA is in and out. I hope you get the reference that I'm making because uh, I'll be really proud of you. And if you don't, I'll have to take you there. Uh, Dave's hot chicken. I and had it up. two days ago for the first Let's time, go. bro. Let's go. That's my shit. It was, it was uh, euphoric to say the least. Uh, yeah. Orgasmic. Fat, for those of you guys watching who have no idea what we're talking about, it's a fat chicken sandwich, great sauce, like great fries, just my go-to. Yeah, there's a place near me called 24 Hot Chicken here in Studio Ooh. City, and it's really good. Um, and I and I I I I gotta admit, dude, I got back from from I was filming a, a movie in South Africa and I was like really I got really in shape and I had just been running like six, seven miles a day and lifting and stuff. And I just Wow, I, here we go. Well, here's the here's the <laughs> here's here's the kicker, okay? I had I had I you know you get back in your jet lag and it's like I'm gonna not do anything for four days. Yeah. And then, then it I just was, keeps going, and then four days turns to six, and the next thing you know, it's been two weeks. I'm on my <laughs> I'm on my seventh day, Alex, and it's not. <laughs> uh, hey, you're doing this podcast right now. It's as productive as it gets. Yeah, and I did I did <laughs> run, but but um but I did I I have been doing the hot chicken, and I did 24, and I thought it was amazing, and then I had Dave's hot chicken, and it yeah. rocked my world. Hey, did you at least have good South African food? Oh yeah, man. I mean, everything there is just like the meat is ten times better than American meat. It's yeah. just beautiful. And I got, yo, I got this, um, this tattoo. It's a King. How do you say it? King Protea. Whoa, no way. Yeah. Oh, it's like, wow. You, the moment you said that you went on, on pause. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It's, <laughs> the, it's, it's the King Protea. I think is how you pronounce the, the flower. I always pronounce it like an American, but it's the most beautiful flower ever. And I got it tattooed on my arm. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And you were in Cape Town, right? Yes. I was in, I was in Cape Town. Uh, Stellenbosch is the actual. I've the, been there. Yeah, yeah I, dude. I love Cape Town. Yeah, absolutely. I go there. I, so obviously COVID kind of fucked it up, but usually I go to South Africa every year around this time, this time mm. of year. Dude, and it's good because you kind of like, I mean, it's it's like summer there. It's like the heart of yeah. summer in December. Oh, and it's really? Great. Like the way, the way I usually like to spend my year is like, mm. I never get to winter. You know, if you do it smart, you spend your summer <laughs> in LA, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want, you go spend a you know a day or two at Big Bear, get your skiing and your snow in. But you're in South Africa, it's summer, you come back to LA, it's summer. Yeah. Like it's win win. That's that's it, man. You just need a couple days of snow. Yeah. And I mean, dude, me and Madison Boulder Beach, that that beach with all the penguins. Oh dude, so it was weird because like we were in a bubble and um uh, coronavirus vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But but we got to do some stuff. I got to go on a safari, which was unreal. Fuck yeah! Which one, Kruger? Uh, it's called Cornell Scop. It's awesome. like an hour and a half away. Um, wow, blew my mind, man! It was amazing. Got to- Dude, there's nothing. What'd you oh see? My God, I, like there's nothing that compares to the feeling of just being literally in Africa. Like I, I always try and describe it to my friends what Africa's like. You can't describe it. Yeah, you, you just got to be there and like just look around and realize that you're in the middle of 
nowhere and to your right is a giraffe and to your left is a zebra and there's a lion in front of you and it's just like whoa it's it's this feeling of like i mean when you get to the it's funny because this is actually the feeling that it gives me it's called the motherland right because uh-huh. it's like the first place that there was human life and i'm walking through the airport and there's this huge sign on the wall that says the motherland and then you get outside and there's just like there's just like a dirt a dirt patch on the ground and i just like I just like bent down and like touched the dirt and I was like, holy Hell yeah. shit. You just feel human. Oh, you, it was shit you said? No, no, no. I said, holy shit. I'm oh my God. It wasn't dirt. <laughs> that would have been a good story. Uh, that's hilarious. Those yeah, elephant dude. shit. South Af- everything's better in South Africa. I-, I went skydiving there last time I was there. No was way. The- yeah, that was the best, honestly, the best experience of my life. I've done it what twice and since. What does that feel like? I- I've never been. Is it? I mean, is it just, I just, well, yeah. It's, just it's all fun and games until you're up there. They yeah. open the window and just, it's loud. All this wind comes in and you realize that you're attached to someone. So you have no fucking choice. You're going to, they're going to jump off the plane. You're attached to them. So <laughs> you're off the plane in, in the next 10 seconds, you know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, honestly, it's just the best feeling in the world. Cause when, when you drop and you're like, it, it gets silent for a second all you can hear is just your own thought and you're just plummeting. Wow. Oh, There's no better feeling in the world. Uh, sounds terrifying. Sounds- <laughs> I'd recommend though. It is terrifying, but I'd recommend you do it uh, in like a pretty place. That's why South Africa was so great for it. Cause we landed I mean, like, on the beach. Yeah. What a, uh, I could, I couldn't think of a more beautiful place to do it than in uh, on the yeah. coast and you see table mountain while you're skydiving and it's like, right? this is the life. Like this is my life. Yeah. I would yeah. do it there. I would probably do it there. Next time, add it to your bucket list, man. Yeah. Wait, this is a silly question, but is when you go on safari, is that like, like it's a planned thing, right? Like you're not just like driving into the freaking jungle. No, basically, it's safari is. I was going to make up a bullshit answer, but. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be sick. I mean, it, it also depends on the kind of safari experience that you want. Slash you can afford. There's different vibes. Usually it's a guy, he's a ranger. He takes you out in like a little Jeep. They have a little tranquilizer gun in the back in case the animals get too close. Um, and they just take you out. But they have safaris, which I've done a few of, where you sleep there. So it's oh. like the house is on top of a mountain. You have like a little gate, which is supposed to keep the lions out. But like, well, kind of scared. <laughs> <laughs> and you just wake up in the morning and you're like in the middle of the safari. So you wake up, you go out and get your coffee and like, giraffes are just there like hanging out so it's possible to just literally sleep there and like wake up there it's, it's really cool dang that's I, I the first thing i thought of when you said like and it depends on what you can afford i'm just like thinking like oh like the high priced one yeah, you're like he's also sleeping. what's crazy about these safaris is that they're owned mostly by like people that are trying to you know, conserve like the nature there so they're animal activists and it costs so much money to run a safari. Like, you oh, know, yeah. I, I work with this organization called Karmagawa. Um, it's like this charity and they are doing some work to save the rhinos. And so they did like a whole like behind the scenes safari, like experience with the rangers. And like for, for a rhino horn, it's like war out there. They need to afford 24 hour protection planes to make sure there's no poachers that are around. Like people, like actually people literally die every year in South Africa defending their animals in safaris it's just nuts so they told they told us about that a little bit and just about even like like lions 
fangs and like they like ground that into into especially like the rhino horns they ground it into um like a powder and it, yeah. it's it's so medicine in china and shit and we're we're it's like, crazy if you look at the numbers compared to like 100 years ago like we're, we're on our way to extinction for for so many of these animals and growing oh, up we're at the fucking door dude we're yeah. like knocking at the door of ext- it's like really bad and it, what's crazy also is that it feels surreal when you talk about shit like extinctions or 100 years ago but the fact that you know i'm i'm 19 years old i'm a, i'm a fucking kid and in my lifetime i was able to see like the the difference like you know what i'm saying like there are animals that were there when i was born that aren't here now and you know the situation's gotten yeah. 10 times worse in south africa than it was when i was born so it's like whoa this is actually happening live you know we forget about it cuz we're on the other side of the world dude unreal we can thank Tom Brady for that. He's the one that's eating all the rhino horns. Yeah, fuck Tom like, Brady, man. He's eating all the rhinos. That's why his skin looks like he's 16, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he figured it all out. Maybe he figured it all out. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this. That's my classic tagline for Wednesday lunch, but I actually think we have talked about this before. But, uh, you know, like, you know that, like, the Rolling Stones and, like, some of these, like, mega ultra bands, they have, like, blood boys that they that they go to every year they literally are called blood boys i love that that's the name of them is blood so they'll they'll go to like some creepy like eastern european country once a year and they have like an eight like a super healthy 18 year old fucking like ukrainian kid and they literally transfuse all of their all of his blood into them is this legit this is real yeah bro <laughs> there's there's so many better things we could be doing with our time and money and effort unless it works in which case i'm completely missing well, no, it 100 works because i have mean you look seen at mick jagger yeah and that guy looks like he's very young he just spr- <laughs> he sprints like 10 miles a day and he's 79 jesus christ it's, un- wow. it's unreal mick jagger has done i mean mountains of cocaine and mountains. he looks just and he looks fine. So he does. He's yeah, it's a Ukrainian kid to thank. Apparently, <laughs> I think that, is that Keith Richards didn't get as many blood transfusions because he, <laughs> he looks like a handbag, dude. Uh, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> he does, man. He does. That's uh, a very like a, good way of a leather backpack. <laughs> <laughs> he's been out in the sun for much. Uh, too I feel long. like there's a good documentary to be made out of this. Hell yeah, Blood Boys. Have you guys seen uh, Don't Fuck the Cat? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. Wow, I've never been so terrified at a documentary. I still think Luca Magnata is going to like pop out of my house. I, like, I do too. I, I, had a, I had a rough, like, because I watched, I watched it all in two nights. And I, yeah, there was points where like I was scared to the bone and I, like got chills and it was just, it was so much, man. That's why I, I, I eventually like, it's a big career goal of mine to produce a documentary because there's nothing scarier, cooler, more exciting, like more fun, like more yeah. engaging than real life shit. Cause when you do a documentary, it's the same thing as a movie, right? It's the same thing as a TV show. You're building a narrative, you're building a structure around a story. You're editing it into a, you know, feature length film. But every single thing that happens is so much more powerful because it actually happened. And so like Don't Fuck With Cats is a great example of that. Um, Tiger King is a other great example Tiger of that. Tiger King, dude. Yeah. And also like blew up. So documentaries have really been my shit lately. Dude, that'd be a really cool thing to aspire to do. I feel like I don't hear that from a lot of people. And that's something that like 
every time I watch the documentary, sometimes I don't even, I'm not interested in like the thing that it's about uh-huh. and I watch it and I'm, I love it every time. I love it every single time. Yeah. 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 You're, more, you're more likely to enjoy a documentary than a film because even if you're not into the story, you're like learning about it and you're going to remember what you learned and it's just real life shit. Dude, I, right. I spend too much time learning about space. <laughs> like the amount of oh yeah dude there are dude i get lost and just keep watching that shit will rock your world forever. yeah yeah oh my god space really fucks me up man like do you guys ever think about <laughs> that's, a, how, that's a great quote space really fucks me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay like this is we're gonna get deep for a second i apologize <laughs> but think about this think about if there's a civilization out there Don't that yeah. like no, just hear me out. If there's a civilization out there and let's say they have the technology to be able to see what's happening on Earth. But if they're like a thousand light years away, they're seeing what's happened a thousand years. Like they don't even know that we exist. Oh, I think so, about it all the time. I know. It's so like we're living at the exact same time technically. But when they yeah. look, they're like, well, like what's they're beheading people and like shit is wild over there. Yeah. And we're still, yeah. We're still in the crusades or whatever the fuck. Yeah. 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 Or like, if it's even worse, like if they, if they're super far away and they see dinosaurs yeah. and yeah, there's like, well, humans haven't made it there yet. So I guess what's more fucked up is that while we're on the subject of really trippy space shit, that like makes you question like how real is time? And like, that's what I'm saying. This is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. How does time interact with space? I mean, now I'm three documentaries deep and I still don't understand any of it, but I had a great time asking the question. <laughs> it also like really fucks me up thinking about like, like when I look at Mars or something like that, uh-huh. like I'm never going to really know if that's real. Like I'm, I can like, I can see a thing in the sky. I'm never going to go to Mars. Hey, like, you don't know, know that. Yeah. You don't know. I'm with Spencer on this one, man. It's happening. We could we could do it, dude. I'm gonna sign up for the one way Elon Musk trip. The yeah. one way <laughs> you lose me at one way. You had me at Mars. That's a good point. Yeah, the, they the, just the, launched yesterday. They just launched four dudes into into space. From, really? From SpaceX. Yeah. One way, dude. It's crazy. And I think I might be wrong, but I remember reading that in the next like I think it's the next five years, five six years, we're sending more people to the moon, which I'm super stoked for. That's like, hell yeah. It's about time, man. It's been, right? it's long overdue. Yeah. That's considering- one historical event that like, I wish I'd experienced. Imagine you're sitting there at school. Everyone's watching the TV. You know, you're a kid and like, they literally broadcast a dude stepping on the moon live. Like, that's yeah, that just- shit's, nu- that shit's nuts. Yeah. You didn't, first of all, you didn't miss anything. The moon landing was fake. Second <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yo, this is actually uh, something I, this is a, this is a, <laughs> I know you're kidding, but I actually wrote, <laughs> wrote down a little note that it says conspiracy because it was something I thought about. Do you guys, do you guys know about the Denver airport conspiracy? No, but that sounds sick. Well, okay. So there's a few different, and I think obviously a few of them are made up because there was like one big one. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the, the top three, but the third one is the one This is my personal favorite. The first one is the Denver airport. It was made in like 1994. So it's a fairly new airport. Um, ish. The, the, the main one is that, f- that do you know who the Freemasons are? Like the secret yeah. How do society? I know they're like, a, yeah. they're like the global elites secret society. It's like, a, I don't know it's too much about it. Shit. Illuminati vibes. Exactly. 
Yeah. They, the, the first conspiracy is that they opened it and run it and they can, they a hundred percent control it. And that's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe a little believable. It's not, an airport. To, I, I believe that, you know, you, gotta, you can run an airport. Yeah. There's like some truth to it or whatever. I don't know. The other one is that, so it's an airport with like a lot of like public art exhibits, like throughout the whole thing. Wow. Apparently all of the paintings point towards an apocalypse, which is kind of gnarly and kind of weird. Hate everything that has to do with apocalypses since the year 2020 hit. And I've been <laughs> myself for nine months, dude. Fuck that. <laughs> I hate that one. I don't believe it. Now, uh, my favorite one, this is the yeah, one that like, this is the famous, the famous one that is a little, it's a little tinfoily head, crackheady. People believe it. You love to I see mean, it. Um, well, I really do. Um, it's that there's an underground bunker yes. for lizard people and aliens. Yes! <laughs> lizard people! Okay, <laughs> so there's, a couple, there's a couple conspiracy theories <laughs> that I've like looked at and I was like, okay, I don't believe it, but I could see how someone would, like the moon landing, you know? It's hard to believe like humans went to the moon. Like it's really impressive. I could see how, but what, what's up with the lizard people? How did that start? Where did that Bro. come from? Like Obama was a lizard, apparently. Like just people are just lizards. That's crazy. I, Donald Trump might be a lizard. I, okay, that a, I believe. He <laughs> that, has that, some yeah. like yeah. similar salamander esque uh, the colored <laughs> features, like chameleon shit, like you know, orange and white some days, like which is. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see, I could see that being a thing. But yeah, the lizard people is just like. So sh- it's such a shocking conspiracy theory. I'm like, what? Where did you guys? And people wholeheartedly believe it, bro. Right here, I got it. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> so apparently, um, <laughs> it started originally uh, with Conan the Barbarian. I guess Conan the Barbarian was was a, an alleged serpent man, the supreme serpent man. Uh, I guess. And he said that serpent men were described as humanoids, people with human bodies and snake heads who were able to imitate humans at will, who lived in underground passages and used their shape shifting and mind control abilities to infiltrate wow. humanity. Hell yeah. Denver Airport layover. Here we go. And, you know, the- we're talking about how crazy it is to believe in this shit, but I'm like 10 minutes away from the Scientology building. <laughs> oh, I know where you are. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. Oh, yeah. Not only like they believe it, but they are enough people to believe it that they can build that building and have an organization. And it's a really nice building. It's crazy. Like people believe it. Yeah. On March 4th, 2016, a video depicting a security agent with unusual features guarding (laughs) a speech by U.S. President Barack Obama was spotlighted in a Wired report about shape-shifting reptilian humanoids. I told you, man, it's it's Obama and his lizard tendencies. Uh, man. Uh, it says oh. this led this led to a tongue tongue-in-cheek response from Chief National Security Advisor Spokeswoman Caitlin <laughs> Hayden, who said, "Who said any alleged program to guard the president with aliens or robots?" would likely have to be scaled back or eliminated to at least to at least uh lizard people (laughs) so Um, so she's saying that aliens and robots that's crazy but but yeah we can do it reach the government like an actual government person said that is just incredible 
I, I don't know, man. Who, I mean, I dude, it's, it, it is crazy because a lot of people are, yeah, super deep in this stuff. I even posted on my Instagram story, like, you know, those like the, the T, um, like the flight maps when you're flying in a plane, you can like see where you are in the sky. Yeah. You can like, so I was, I took a picture of that and I, and it's like the whole world because I was coming from Dubai to LA. So I, I put as a very big joke, is it flat question mark? <laughs> Bro, oh, I, probably, no. I, I probably got 150 people that are like, finally, bro, someone's speaking out. And oh, I was like, my God. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, like, but like most people thought it was a joke, but there are a good amount of people who were like very in for the flat earth. Facts. Facts. But also like, you know, DMs, man, you can't trust DMs. I've gotten the weirdest DMs oh, in the last four years. What, dude, what? It, oh, it, you, what, you can't yeah, say I know, that. Yeah, I know. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. DM, I, how are they real people? Like people that DM you the weird shit, like weird pictures, ask you for feet pictures. Like I always <laughs> struggle to understand how they're real human beings behind a screen that like type and, and talk like that. It's just crazy. We need, we need like, if you can remember a few of the weirdest DMs you've ever gotten. So much feet. So many oh, yeah. questions about feet. Oh yeah. One top of that, man, I, I, I'll never understand it. I never have. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> It's just crazy. And then I, I got a couple weird ones, like I just like stalker, like just, you know, those kinds of vibes when I was in Paris, like just, uh, you they know, like knew where you were like, Hey, like, are you at blah, 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 blah right now? Uh, you know, and You're I'm like, like oh, yeah, shit, uh, I'm here. How, how do you know? And uh, I, I posted it really dumb. I, I picked it once on my story in front of my house and I didn't realize my number was on, it was like mirrored. So I was like, Oh, like whatever. And then they unmirrored the picture, like, reverse searched my address just to find my neighborhood to that like just crazy shit but um yeah a lot of feet man it's my one thing about dm <laughs> the <laughs> foot fetish is real with some people man it's a real, real thing fetish, you know if, if, there, if it exists there's a fetish about it that's my theory yeah, right right there's a lizard people fetish for sure yeah oh for sure well that's like the uh that's like a that's like a deep reddit reddit joke and it's not even a joke but it's like called like <laughs> It's called like Rule Seventeen, I think it's called, or something like that. And yeah, if, it's, if it exists, there's porn about it. Yep. And then it's like the second part is, if you research it and there's not a porn about it, now you're obligated to make a porn about it. Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Because we just talked about lizard people. <laughs> oh, there's easily lizard people porn, guaranteed. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'm going to spare myself yeah. a Google search, but I'll take your yeah, word. Yeah, I, I, I put my I put my hand on my keyboard and I was like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Listen, listen. Aaron Carter uh, is jerking off while playing guitar. So, if you, so if, I guarantee you, there's lizard people porn. If that's if that's so hey, man, if you can sell, if you can make, if you can make lizard people porn and make money off of it, yeah, good point. Round of applause for you. Oh shit, guys. <laughs> I love just all edges that this podcast took. Like, bro, we that's the beauty of the world saving animals, like <laughs> Europe, Africa, porn, documentaries, space, earth. Like, wow. I do like, I do like this sharp turn from extinct animals to lizard people. That yeah. Was, that was they, a good. Play this at schools. Like, this podcast should be mandatory learning. <laughs> we know. We're coming into high school. Like, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Did We're the smoke? number one. Uh, <laughs> podcast done on a balcony um, uh, great. in the yeah, world. Normally when we're 
I'm going to go when we're live. It's uh, we, uh, we're on a balcony and we've done rigorous research and we are the number one podcast done on a balcony. Most wow. money made the, the yeah. most subscribers, the, the most famous, most yeah. handsome. You, you just got to get a plaque for it. Just put the little in a balcony in parentheses at the bottom. I have my YouTube plaque, right? Matheson, can you make a note to uh, make that yeah, plaque for us, please? Ooh, oh, nice plaque. Oh, you got the cool plaque. Do you? I got the, I got the, Hell yeah. wait, do I have the same one? You might. I, Mine I isn't in a case. This is the 100K one. Yeah, that's the one I have. Sick, dude. You just got to take a Sharpie and just add podcast to it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's, I, I got a question for you guys, what you, what, kind of what you're talking about. Like, both of your guys' DMs have to be this an unbelievable nightmare. Like, do you guys even just, do you guys go through it? Like, is I bet you work? Alex, I mean, Alex, Alex ha- like literally, quite literally has a couple million Instagram <laughs> followers. So just like right. sheer number wise, you have to have, yeah, I mean, th- there's no way you go through the, the ones that aren't your friends. So it's actually funny. Enough, most people don't like most people who have a couple, you know, million followers, like avoid it. Probably not healthy to scroll through it. But it's one of my favorite hobbies. I know. I love so much about random people and strangers. Like I'm just sitting in bed. It's like 1 a.m. Whatever. I'm about to go to bed, and then I'll just scroll and learn so much. Because yep. you know, you get one weird message. You're like, oh, like what is Rajid from India asking me about today? And then I click on his profile. Next thing you know, I'm on like his uncle's profile. And just, like, <laughs> dive into like all these. Yeah, I love it. I, I also like. I answer a lot of them. I answer yeah. a lot of. I answer a lot of comments. I like, I, there's something that stuck with me. Um, I, I met and worked with Gary V like a, a couple of years ago. You, 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 you got to do it. You gotta, when, when you get it, you got to get it, right? Yeah. Just do it. Oh, wow. You have a very good Gary V impression. We, we just do, we do it almost every episode. So when you said that, I had to go right into it. You, you got to, how, how do you sleep? You just sleep it. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, Gary V is the fucking. Oh gee, like that is That's the number so one dude in the game. He's he's he, so that impression. Yeah, he he gave a piece of advice that that really stuck with me, which was um, if you build like a connection to someone and 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 you build it yourself, like not through you know like a post, not through, but like you actually take the time, be it in person or be it in writing, to establish that personal connection, even if it takes you like three seconds of your time, like you're gaining a relationship that's going to last years. Like if someone is sending you like a heartfelt message and you know, they're going through some shit or they have a question for you or whatever, you taking those three, four, five seconds to quickly answer, who knows how much it'll come to benefit you in two years time when like you need that support back or even mm. just like, you know, maybe they'll have something interesting to offer you or to teach you. And like, mm. weirdly, like I've met a lot of my greatest friends and mentors and you know, homies through dms like it's 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 2020 so much shit goes down that way dude i've made probably every um every i guess like i, I really hate to say it like this, but like industry connection like music or whatever through instagram dms my favorite writer my favorite producer i've yeah i met through instagram dms like, it's like, because you are now with your phone you have the freedom to hit up anyone you want and they don't have to answer you but you can you so can hit crazy them that you is crazy like yeah you you had to, and like, this wasn't a thing in 2010. Like you didn't, you couldn't do this, Yeah. but you can literally go to Jennifer Lopez's Instagram and drop her a fucking message. She may see it. She may not, but it's there. 
Hey, and I, I pray to God she answers you, bro. I'm on your <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I tweeted, um, I tweeted at The Rock once when I was a kid. I was like, it was a super long time ago. I was like 15. And he answered me. And he answered oh, wow. me the nicest message. Like, I, I should, I'm sure I could look it up somewhere. There was an article written about it. But he, I sent a message. I was like, yo, like at The Rock, like, you're the man. <laughs> I just watched the, the Rock movie. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, and he's always been one of my inspirations. Dude. Time to like write a message. He was like, hey, Alex, like, thank you so much for watching. Like, I see you're a young guy in the industry. Keep your head up. Like, well, I just sent me a whole fucking thing. And he, he ended it with, uh, and if you ever drink tequila, don't drink, drink Terramana. <laughs> he said, don't drink cheap shit. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm still taking this advice to this day. And like I said, the connection that, you know, was nothing to him four years ago. But yeah. to this day, I'm still, you know, repeating the story and taking his advice. Right. And like, even whatever it does for the person sending the message, that's great. Like, that's a really, yeah, you can get that support back and stuff. But what it, dude, look what it did for you. Like, it's like something that you like sticks with you. And it's like, absolutely. We're talking about it years later. What, what rock movie was it? Was it San Andreas? Pretty sure it was the first Jumanji. Nice. That's Funny a good enough. Yeah. Did you, know my, did you know my girlfriend was in Jumanji as well? No way. Yeah. But she doesn't turn into the rock. She turns into, she turns into Jack Black. And no, then he, she was great. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> dude, yeah, that was like the funniest thing ever. But the kid who turns into the rock, Alex, um, he's great. Dude, he's so great. Like, wow, he's so fucking good. Did you? He's so great. Right? What'd you say? Wasn't he in Hereditary? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> My God, him, him. You know, I, I consider to be like the next class of just top Hollywood actors. Like he's an actor. As, yeah. As there's an actor say. and there's an actor. I totally agree. And, you know, like my, I act and you know, I, I enjoy it a lot, but um, my long-term goal is producing, you know, and I have a lot of like operations that I, I'm really excited about, but there's some people like that where I'm like, wow, like keep acting for the rest of your life. Like give it to us, you know, I, like, I, like, I can just watch do a horror movie, an action movie, a comedy. Like it just, you need people like that. Yeah, Cameron he's Thomas is another one who to me is super talented. Right. That's a that's a great, great, great one too. Yeah, yeah. Just people that like do that weird Shia LaBeouf thing where they literally become the character forever and it's just like, okay, <laughs> crazy. you're crazy and yeah. it's working to your advantage. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny you made that distinction because there, there really is like a bunch of different actors in, in LA and like some are really good sitcom actors. And like maybe a guy like Alex could could never do a sitcom as well as like I don't know, this other lady, but like some people are just so good at such specific things. That it's, it's really incredible. Dude, it's such a, it's such a gift for for people to have that. Like he, that dude was born with that gift. Fact. Fact. Yeah. That's awesome. Fucking fact. Dude, fucking Hereditary has the, the worst scene in a movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, I love how we all just know what scene you're talking about, yeah. dude. <laughs> well, dude, I mean like even like... I think yeah, I think we're talking about the uh, for the first oh, scene, well. and I I stopped like everybody stopped pauses the sh- the movie, and I paused it, and I turned to my girlfriend, I was like, I don't I don't know if I want to continue this because I feel yeah. bad, my stomach doesn't feel good. That's that's honestly the like when a horror movie makes you feel that way, it did its job, man. She got her the she got her head taken off, dude. It just yeah, fell dude. off. Yeah, just snap. Just dude, fucking, and that that scene is like. 
I mean, kudos to Alex again. That scene is just like real horror. Like when he, he yeah. just goes home, he doesn't say anything to anybody, and then he just yeah. lays in bed. <laughs> exactly quiet. what I was about to say. Everyone always gives credit to the mom in that movie. Yeah. And she did a great job. She, you know, oh, yeah. she had to act her heart out. But the most powerful scene is just like you said, it's him coming home. He just but lays there. I was like, oh, and he's just dead inside. And like he, as a teenager watching him, like, that's that's my worst nightmare. Like you know, he's fucked up, dead inside. Having done something like that and having to talk to my parents about it, like I was scared to come home with a, like a D, you know, and fucking face yeah, my mom. dude. Right, right, right. What I, what I was gonna say is he's dead inside. She's dead outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Just waiting for that for a while. Wow, your girlfriend was great in that movie, by the way. She's in hereditary as well. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, thanks, dude. I'll I'll tell her when when she's here. And uh, I need I, a, I need a good Jumanji video game. Let her know. Oh, Ooh. dude, I know. I I've I can't. I don't know, but I we're hoping Jumanji three is going to happen, which is which would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd I'd, I'd see it. How does, how does the game not exist? It's that, I, dude. The, I do not sense. know. It's a it's a movie about video games. Like you have <laughs> everything going your way. Yeah, it's crazy. That doesn't make I'm any actually, sense. I'm looking it up right now. I don't think it exists. I mean, I think I would, like it, it might like in the '90s, but I know there's for sure no like good game to play now. There's probably like some like iPhone game or some shit like yeah, that. But like, um, guys, there's a fucking. Oh. I mean, supposedly there's a PlayStation Four game called Jumanji the Video Game, but it, it looks. I don't know. It could be the game. Yo, we might have just made a great realization right now. That's I think true. we need to. I think we need to play this game. Yeah, say less. Say less. Hey, we'll we'll play it on the balcony next next podcast. Oh, there we go. Shit. Oh, a live stream. We should do it. We should do a Twitch of you Twitch us playing Jumanji. I've always With, wanted to start a Twitch account. I've never done it, but I've always oh, it looks it looks good, guys. Thanks. We uh, right at the beginning of quarantine, Spencer and I uh, and a couple of other of our friends. Um, we were playing this game called Outlast. Um, oh my god! About it, game. it yeah. wrecks everything. So we were scary. we were streaming it just on on our buddy's Facebook, just you know, just for fun. But that that game is fucking so horrible. Yeah, it is, uh, <laughs> video games are like the more real version of a movie, which is why I'm so excited for virtual reality. Oh yeah, I mean it's so much scarier when you, when you're in control of moving the guy into the room because then you're just like you just feel responsible. You. you make the decisions that will lead right. you know to what happens in the movie. You're just watching. Yeah, it's 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 like um it's like the worst part of the movie, the whole game. That's yeah. how Outlast feels. <laughs> yeah, because because uh, you can't you don't have any like weapons or anything in that game. You're just to get away is your goal. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. What? Yeah. It's, what do you? What do you play? Do you play like just straight up Call of Duty or? I play it all, man. I uh, Call of Duty, Rocket League, 2K, NBA, like just all of it. It's uh, you need you need to Twitch. Yeah, it's it's like a hard setup. Like you know, you have to like go and get yeah. all the shit, get the mic, get the the whole thing. I also just know I would slip up and say something awful that the internet <laughs> could never delete. <laughs> yeah. I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. 
When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Six hours in a video game, like some fucked up thought is going to cross my mind and <laughs> it'll just be out there. You'd also probably forget that you're streaming as well. Like after a while, Ooh. like four hours in, you'll just forget and just my God, say yeah. something about a lizard person <laughs> and somebody's mom or something yeah. horrible. Yeah, facts. that's a good point. You're going to be like five hours in, and you're just going to be just enough on edge, like playing Call of Duty. Yeah. And like some some thirteen year old is going to say something, and then you're just going to fucking wreck them. I'm going to go like Modern Warfare Two loggers on him. Be crazy. <laughs> oh, the gulag and stuff. Yeah, oh, don't act like you know about the fucking gulag. Spencer <laughs> always makes fun of me because I play Call of Duty, and he always passive aggressively talks about the gulag. The gulag, you dude. Don't know, you don't know how scary. I know the what gulag. you're talking about, bro. I survived yeah. the gulag. I'm here. Y'all been fucking exactly. gul- y'all y'all fucking been gulagging and shit. Right yes, don't. This is, what, this is what I deal with. Don't what? don't don't patronize the gulag, bro. You don't. I mean, like I understand, I but you don't get you don't get what the what. Living in the gulag is like you got to live there for a while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? You got to live. Alex knows what I'm saying. You got to live that shit. Uh, yeah. You got to live go and breathe. Like the idea, because I grew up and like I, I was just always scared to be recording shit. I'm so paranoid about live streams and yeah, oh, know, yeah. My phone. Have you guys seen the social dilemma? Oh yeah. No, I'm not going to watch it. Great documentary. Yeah. It, honestly, it made me hate my phone, which is not a, not you know too great of a thing, but it's really interesting yeah. to know just, just how much goes on. Yeah, man. I, I also like how you really just, you really just took this podcast back on track. We're just talking about <laughs> shit and you're like, yeah. And then like, once again, about like, this is you, this is your podcast. This is where we give it to you. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. That's so funny. And <laughs> I want to give you the heads up. My computer is at 4% in case I disappear at once. It's just because it might die. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, I actually think Matheson has to go do... Uh, what do you got to do? You got to sell hats on the highway or something? Yeah, I got to go into a causeway and meet some guys. But hey, you gotta, um, sell hey. some incense in front of Best Buy somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, incense I made myself. So. He's lying. He's uh, going to the lizard people i know it i can see it in his eyes <laughs> yeah my, my face I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh if, you, if you're if i got i do i got a little bit and if you're gonna die let's let's hit you with some quick questions here you ready uh, first, first quick question so we we have a, a, a reoccurring segment on the show so let's say you're president alex and uh you get to redo mount rushmore with your four favorite musical artists, like people that have inspired you or just people you know, artists that you, yeah, it can be bands. It doesn't have to be like just four individual people, but. Okay. I like, uh, first of all, I like the sound of president Alex a lot. It has a nice okay. ring to it. I think it, you know, in 20, 2028, we might get that going. Hmm. I mean, um, love it. Mount Rushmore. I'd have to say Mac Miller. <sighs> How many choice. people are there on Mount Rushmore? Four. 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 Okay. I'd have to say Mac Miller. Johnny Cash, Cat Stevens, and probably Drake, because fuck it. Great, great, <laughs> great lineup. The most eclectic Mount Rushmore I've ever had. <laughs> this is, I like that's it. Fucking great. No, it's awesome. <laughs> I, 
excellent. Cat Stevens came out of nowhere, and I'm very happy about it. Cat I, Stevens and Drake is the duo I never right? knew I needed. That's the thing. I, I listen to all kinds of music, and like I, I always just, I, I hate boxing myself into a specific kind. Like even country, I'll listen to all of it. So yeah, yeah Mount, Mount Rushmore is very diverse for sure. Hell yeah, wow. dude. <laughs> What's the next quick question, Matheson? Is it? Is it? I mean, I, I was gonna move. I was gonna move towards the end, but unless if you have any more, if you have any more. No, questions. I, th- I, th- I think that's what I'm wondering. I'm, yeah. I'm scared his computer's gonna die. So let's. <laughs> well, no. So we, uh, one way, uh, way, the way we like to end this podcast is we just, uh, we like to give one word to describe our day so far. You know, to kind of round it out. So, <laughs> if you, if you have one word to describe your day. Uh, I mean, we can go if you, if you, you, if you need some time to think. But if you're ready. You know, just, I'm ready, uh, dude. My day today, I would describe as unpredictable. Ooh. So I up, right? I had no idea what I was going to do today. And then I ended up on a podcast talking about lizard people, death, storm, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Mount Rushmore. So that's as unpredictable as it gets. I think I'd about say it's this. a pretty perfect day. Also unpredictable. Maybe play some spike ball. Also, oh my oh. god, say way less right yeah, now. That's my that's my day, man. We're Spikeball veterans over here. You guys play Spikeball? Of yeah. course we do. We're sponsored Bro. by Spikeball. This podcast is sponsored by Spikeball. Spikeball. <laughs> I have to add. <laughs> Yo, actually, if you guys are legit, you know, as soon as you're back in town, Matheson and, and Spencer, even right now, since you're here, dude, let's let's play some Spikeball. I'm oh, so I'm in. in. I'm so I'm, in. I won't go easy on you, though. I got to be honest. Well, that's okay, because I'm not going to go easy on you. I bet. <laughs> Five racks a game or nothing. Uh, Maxson, what's your what's your one word? Wow. So funny enough, my phone died before my computer, but I'm still here on the computer. Maxson, what's man. your word? Go, brother. Uh, I'm going to go with frustrating. Oh, okay. Um, well, what? That's an honest answer. I feel great right now. But, um, <laughs> what happened? I had to get uh, a COVID test. I'm fine. It's not no, nothing, no scares or anything, but I had to get a precautionary COVID test and it actually it ended up being like a four hour endeavor. And I was not. Wow. That sucks. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. The worst. I'd say my one word is um, alive. I, I feel like I'm not jet lagged anymore and I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I feel good. I, I, I'm ready to do work again. <laughs> Let's go. What's your, what's your go-to morning drink? Are you a coffee or like yerba mate guy? Yeah. I'm like five coffees in the morning kind of guy. Wow. Blue bottle baby. Blue bottle baby. Not, not really. I, I, I like, I, yeah, I like a strong coffee from like blue bottle or, you know, one of the many bougie places here in LA. That'll do the trick. That'll make you feel alive for sure. Oh yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what we do. Fuck yeah. Alex, tell the, uh, tell the people where they can find you, uh, you know, on all the, on all the things. All right. Yeah. So you guys can find me, uh, at Alex Lange. You guys probably don't know how to spell that. It's L A N G E. Lange. Lange. Yep. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, you name it. I'm there hanging out. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming on wins lunch, man. It was such a blast just getting ratchet and talking about aliens and stuff. Absolutely. No, you guys are awesome. Let's uh, kick it ASAP. We will. We'll kick it ASAP. Our last question for you is, and this is a gut reaction, just answer right away. Matheson, would you like to ask the question? Well, uh, yes, Alex, thank you so much, man. This is the final question. Uh, And yeah, like Spencer said, no thinking, just do it. Here we go. Three, two, one. When's lunch? Now. I'm hungry as fuck. 
<laughs> oh, Alex Lunch. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Queen's Lunch. Queen's Lunch. Queen's Lunch.